Good morning, Dov Kuf Chav Kimmel Um We're really good. We're already on Kuf Chav Kimmel Amid Beis, but uh, struggling between the two. Um, let's just once more let's go through the the Gemara, but I'm going to go through it at quite a pace to try. I'm going to try and get everything into one share this week. Um, the Gemara says towards the bottom of the page. Asube um, Yenoka, two lines from the bottom. Now Asube Yenoka, so Asube Yenoka. Which Rashi says, what is Asubi Yenuka? This is important. Rashi says, Vahakhalik Seide Evorov, it's to, you've got a child, it's to set his limbs straight, Kashu Noidad, when he's born, Evorov, Misparken, his limbs jump out of their joints, they fall apart, and so for the Ashman, one needs to be Miyashiv then. Can one do that on Shabbos? So Rav Nachman, Osir, uh, Rav Nachman said, no, you can't, but Rav Shesha Shori and Rav Shesha said, yes, you can. So Omar Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman said, and Rashi says, why, what's the, what's the problem here? Osir, do not mean a Misakim, because it looks like one's being Misakim. So the question is, how do you know there's an Issa to be, do something which looks like being Masakin when there is an element of Tsar? So Amr Abnachman, Sir Abnachman said, Minah, Minah, from where do I get this? This now, because we learned in the Mishnah, comes later on in the Masechta, in Perechovis, Enos, in our Piktivizin, Vishabbos, one can't make our Piktivizin on Shabbos. That refers to something which makes a person vomit, one can't use it on Shabbos. And Rashi says, and so what? I picked the reason the hockey says Rashi Shaysa Mashkim, a person drinks this liquid umeki and it causes him to vomit. It's not for a four purposes, that's an important point. Rather it's to empty out his stomach. In order he can eat and drink more today for Enik Shabbos, Kedamin and Perakhovis. And therefore, even though there's no real gazer of Shikha Samamon in Dolabna Rafur, he gets it's not for a four purposes. Nonetheless, also it is also Mishum the Masakin Gabro because it is being Masakin the individual. So you see that when one, one is being Masakin somebody, or at least Domen Masakin, there is a problem with it. So, um, yes, we have pointed out that there is a problem that Achronin pointed out, and that is that if you look at the Gomorrah on Kufmem Zion on the base, it's clear that the issue with our Pictivism there is because there are four purposes. So what do we do with it here? Rashi saying it's not. It's the Masakin day. It says it's Rafur. No, we'll come back to that. Bez Hashem. So the Gemara continues. with Rav Sheshis. What does Rav Sheshis respond to that? He says, Hossam over there, love Urche. It's not the normal thing to do to start vomiting, etc. Hokal, whereas over here, Urche is perfectly normal to do this to the child. And therefore, as Rashi says, Therefore, it's like giving him to, to eat or to drink. It's just a normal thing to do. That's not considered to be Masakin. Our Pictivis, and that's different, because that's, not, that's an abnormal thing to do. So we look at that as being Masakin. Then Rav Shesha says, but where is my proof that we can do this? Omar Rav Shesha said, Rav Shesha said, where do I get that you can do things on Shabbos which appear to be Masakin, but if they're to save somebody from pain? This time, because we learned in a Mishnah, Machat Shariyad, we learned in our Mishnah, in fact, Machat Shariyad, a sewing needle can be moved on Shabbos, in order to take out a splinter. Hold on a second, but isn't that like being Misaki? But Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says back to that wholesome pocket there, you're not being Misaki in the individual, you're simply removing something which is lodged underneath his skin. Whereas over here, low pocket, it is not pocket, you're actually joining things together, you're, you're changing the body itself, that's an act of being Misaki. And just to complete the Rashi's here, Rashi says, little boy is Almost you see, tikkuni gavra, When you're being Misaki somebody, something which is not Rafur, there's no gazeri, you may come to make medicine, surely it's permitted. This coat is not joined to the person. It's just lodged there. But it's also, you know, taken. Never taking out, says Ram Nachman, that's not a tikkun. 
Whereas hocha lo pocket, whereas with the bones, it's not pocket. V'domidum anocha nefu, it's more like a malacha. Shemesadron umachnisam imkem chibur, because he's putting them into their place of chibur. Turning to the toysus. Toysus at the bottom of kufchav kimel amadalat. This is all, should be chazora, by the way, so that's why I'm running through it at quite a pace. Asube yonuka. Bottom of kufchav kimel amadalat. So toysus says we've got a problem here. And in fact, before we take a look at the toysus, the problem toysus is going to raise is based on the Gemara at the bottom of Kufchat Tess on the base. The Gemara at the bottom of Kufchat Tess on the base brings a memra from Rav Nachman, Beshem. It's actually Beshem, ultimately Rav. But it's Rav Nachman speaking then. He gives, based on a Pasuk in Echezkel, various things you're allowed to do for a newborn on Shabbos. And one of the last ones, in fact, the very last one there, right at the end of the parrot there is, V'hoqtalu chotalt mikan shemelapafin avadav b'Shabbos. So you see from it, as Tosu says, we're not learning from Pesukim, we're just using the Pesukim to show the necessities for a newborn. So you're allowed to be malapif of Ladon Shabbos. And Rashi says over there, what is malapifin? So Rashi says at the bottom of the page there, Velapaino Asuba Yanukha. This is not the act of Asuba Yanukha, which we've talked about on Kufchaf Gimel. That can't be. Because Rav Nachman on Kufchaf Gimel, we just learnt it, he says Asuba Yanukha is forbidden. It's Domida Masaki. Rather, it's an act of just straightening up the limbs. Now, the truth is, Rashi doesn't tell us too much what exactly Rapufi is. It says, yeah, you wrap up the child. But elsewhere, on Samach Vov on the base, I think it is, there Rashi gives us a better definition of what exactly this is, the, the Rapufi. Rashi says over there, um, the lotion of Rashi is, if I can find it here, um, is it there? Or have I got the wrong one? Yeah. Le kochoi b'begodim. To wrap him up with begodim. Le kochoi is about halfway down. Le kochoi b'chagoyra rochova. You tie it with a, with a wide band. Umisyashvin pirkei evorov shehin rakin v'nishmotin b'chevrei haledo v'kohin anmaltu yobelaz. So the, the bones and the joints have somewhat slipped. Vinishmotin, they've slipped during the delivery of the child, during the, right, the birth. Rashi on Kufmem Zayin on the base gives us a few extra words. He says, what is it? He says, La Pufe, after giving us the French, You don't want his limbs to get bent. So in other words, they're not quite in position, and if you leave it, it could leave the child somewhat disfigured. It seems, and therefore you're allowed to tie it with these clothes and bands, or whatever. That's the act of la pufe. Asube says Rashi over here is something different. That's what Rav Nachman forbids. Seemingly, the pshat is you're doing it with your diet. You're actually actively put, you know, pushing the avon into their joints and things like that. That we don't allow. Rav Nachman at least doesn't allow. Now, if you look at Tosus, without introduction, we now better understand what's going on in this Tosus. Asube yinuka. So Tosu says, This is not the act of la pufe yinuka, the shori b'peri ba'ma isha, which we allow on daf samach vov. Ulekalam seif chavis and daf kuf mem zayin. Da'ayin shekorchen yitzvah v'gadim, v'koshim b'chagoyla l'chav, v'lai we just see. V'chein pirish b'kuntrish b'seif m'fanim, that's the Rashi we just see. Ki yichid d'retik shi d'rav nachman adarav nachman, because he doesn't want the stira between rav nachman and rav nachman. The shori halsam la pufe, he allows la pufe there, v'hocha osar asuve. Ah, hold on. We've had La Pufe. We've discussed Asuvi now, but there's a third one. 
What about which is the act of putting the vertebrae back into their into the joints? That we don't know that. Ooh, what do we do with that? the Gemara and Kufmem Zion on the base asked the question over there. Uh, he did Apufei, and I asked it, why is it that different to Apufei? And we say, because that's an act of, as we said, putting the vertebrae back into their, into their sockets with the spine. The Mixi Kabona, that looks like Bona. Fine. Tosa says, but I've got one problem. Because it's difficult. Can I just interrupt? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at that source there, and that's in the Kotlon. There's also, an, it's, it's a Mishnah, isn't it? Correct. And, there is another thing in that mission that says something about uh, broken bones. Correct. And Shmuel says something which appears to be against what's in the Mishnah. And yet we make a reconciliation. Uh, it's a good point. The, the, it, it, it's, there are things which appear to be against the Mishnah, but we resolve it. It's a point which is discussed, yeah. right, to, to do with, with dislocated yeah. bones, the very point you're mentioning with the yeah. broken bones. Are broken and dislocations the same? That's, I, I, we won't be able to, I don't think we're going to be able to discuss that now, because that's really for the sugi later on. It's a good point, you have to hold it. It's, uh, yes, uh, but there's no, some aspects no, my, you would yeah, but the, the Mishnah, but the, you could find a way of... But Amaisa, the, the Gemara doesn't do that then. So you've got a problem with Shmuel, the Amaisa, that problem is asked. It's asked, I think, right? Do, because yeah. effectively Shmuel is saying we don't pass another Mishnah. That, that, yeah, that's, yeah. But it doesn't mean you can do that with everything. Right. Where the Gemara does it, the Gemara does it. So the Gemara asked the case of Eimer Atzvin. So the Kosha says, Tosif to my Sidon, Eimer Sinar Piktavisin. Why is Rav Nachman bringing his Rav from the case of Eimer Sinar Piktavisin, which is a roundabout proof? Shoot Sekunik Abra, the Pirish Bakuntras. How about Eimer Sinar Piktavisin? Could have brought directly from the Sefer to Eimer Atzvin as Hakotan. Dabi Nami Tukuni Yonoka. That's more like being Misaki the child. Vidomi Tefei. It's more similar. Shakol Bakotan. It's all to do with the Kotan. Minyan Asuve. That's like Asuve, isn't it? Well, Peter Shavin and Tom said, Shavin and Tom explains, no. So, okay, Nami, Maisi, yes, we do bring it from there. But not that Reisha, Inus and Apiktivizin, Bechud Adim Atzvin. It's really, it's not the rise up from Inus and Apiktivizin, it's from the continuation. And as Rabbi Kibbeger points out, this is not the only place in Shas you find this, it refers you to the Reisha, but Amaisi, the real rise from the Sefer. As we pointed out, though, from Rashi, that's definitely not the Mashmoz. And in terms of why, how we can answer this, I think we already suggested an answer. Perhaps later on in the show we'll better understand why Tosfos did not go with this. But from Rashi, the vault of Asubi is Domina Masaki. A Ma'atzvin is the vault of Domina Baina. We're not bringing, you can't bring a ride from one to the other. Lemaisas, we'll see later on, it could be Tosfos doesn't agree with that. Hence Tosfos says, A Ma'atzvin is Mamash, the case of Asubi. It could even be. Mamash, very, very similar. But Rashi steers away from that because. Domina Baina, Domina Masaki. Let's keep one. They could be different. Okay. That's the Tosfus. Okay? So, the main point we want from this Tosfus right now is, this is Asube, Kufchates, where Rav Nachman allows, is La Pufe. Two different cases. Now, the problem starts when we turn to Rashi on Kufmem Zion on the base. On Kufmem Zion on the base, when the Gemara asks, if we take a look on Kufmem Zion on the base, you got that at the bottom there, the Ematsin and Sakotan, the last three lines. So Omar Abba Baba Khamam Rabbi Yechanan, Mapufi and Luka Bashabas, Shapi Domi, says Rabbi Yechanan, yeah, Lipuf, this Malafin, 100% is fine on Shabbos. Shikamara says, What do you mean, Mahanantan and Ematsin? You see? Fixing up the, the bones, you can't do that. He said, No, Hosam Bukhumi Shedra, that's talking about the vertebrae of the backbone, the Mexican bone, it looks like bone now. Now Rashi says, Bukhumi Shedra, the last Rashi on the page, page, 
jumped out, that you can't put back. Now, says Rashi, this is after a time, because if we're talking about on the day of the child's born, You'd be allowed to do that. You'd be allowed to do that. Now this is majorly, majorly difficult. Okay? First and foremost is... Hold on a second. What, what, what are we referring to on Kufchates? It's Rav Nathan speaking there, not Rabbi Yochanan for a start, or Rav. And it's talking about Malapathin. It's not talking about Ma'atzmin. We, the Gemara here makes the chilip between the two. Point number one. Point number two is, right, and in case you think he's referring back to the case of Malapathin, it's clear in the Ritfah he's not. He's saying Ma'atzvin would be Mutter B'yom Neidah. That's not what the Gemara says. It's not Malapathin. It doesn't say that, that everything's allowed for the child. Point number one. Point number two is, why does Rashi suddenly say this here? And this, I'm, I'm asking this as a question because this is going to be a key to answering Rashi, I believe. Well, you could have said this on the Mishnah. Why are you telling me this here? What's it got to do with what we just said now? Suddenly, Rashi wakes up at this point and tells us this piece of the mission. What, what sparked him to say it here? But the MS is the biggest problem is that once you're telling me, ah, there's a chiru between Yom Leda and not Yom Leda, which is what Rashi is telling us here, well then, says Rabbi Kivayiga, then why didn't Rashi do the same on Kochav Tess on the base? You could have done exactly the same there. Meaning to say, Rashi had a problem there. Huh. Rabbi Nachman says, Lepufi Anuka, Menachfin Avrab B'Shabbos, right? Menachfin Avrab B'Shabbos? Yeah? Perfectly allowed. Says Rashi, well, what is that? Is it Asube? Can't be Asube because Rabbi Nachman says Asube is not allowed. Well, what's the problem? Asube could be talking about, the Gemara on Kochav Kimmel could be talking about a month after the later. And on Kuf Khaftas, on the base, he's talking about Malafin Abrava Shabbos, he's talking about Biyam Why didn't Rashi make that chiluk? And do you know what? The Rosh does make that chiluk. We saw the Rosh already. As I said, so far in the school, Chazor, I hope it's, I hope it's relatively familiar. It's a very difficult sugi. That's the problem though. But, if you look at the Rosh, the Rosh on, in Sim Gimel, he writes, Asuche Yunuka, Rav Nachman Osa, Rav Sheishesh Shari, he quotes Rashi is saying that the case of Asuba Yanuka is the very case of Malapafin. Oh, hold on a second. But isn't this a stira to Kufchavtes? Says no. The Sarich Lom is a Mari Biyom Sheni. We we have to say that here we're talking about on the second day. Did it be Yom Ali? Because had it been on the Yom Day, or Rav Nachman Gufei Shari Day, the Kavon was Peret Mafanim. We say Peret Mafanim. Otherwise, you'd have a stira. So hold on a second. What's going on? Suddenly here, the Rosh says, gives this very answer. So what are we going to do? This is extremely difficult because, as you'll see, Nagoy's Hagrif there. This is not what Rashi says. This is not what Rashi says. Kovan Salah asked the question. Yeah, maybe he had a different version in it. What are we going to do with the Rosh? Okay? So, Pekitza, I'll have to do a little bit of a summary, but you know, so I'm trying to fit it all in. So, um, I'll do a little bit of a summary, but as I said, it's, we, we are limited. I mean, these sheets will eventually help. Um, is, you can pass the sheets around if you want. Um, 
Hold on, there's one which has got some writing on it. Is it that one? Yeah. Well, it's not. Right. Um, we have a sugya here where we have a machlek between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshes about asuba yonokol b'shabsa. What this is talking about when a child is born during during preg- uh, during the delivery, the the trauma of delivery causes often bones to get dislocated and disfigured slightly. And Rav Nachman says, "Well, sorry." You can't start putting them back on Shabbos because, and he brings rise because it's like being masakin on Shabbos. It's like fixing on Shabbos, you can't do that. Rav Chesha says, yes, you can. And he brings rise, you can. And he knocks away the rise of Rav Nachman and he says, here's the rise that you can. The problem we have is that Rav Nachman, the very Rav Nachman who says you can't do it, on Kuf Chavtes on the base, he says you can be Molape Fablad Beshabbos. And the question is, what do you do about this theorem? So Rashi on Kuf Chavtes on the base, which Tosfus in our Sudya follows, says, well, it's a difference between Malapathin and Asubi. They're two different ways of doing it. Malapathin means you wrap the child up in towels and things like that, and then the bones will gradually just move back into, as the child tries to move around, gradually they'll just move back into place. It seems it's a little bit more than that as well, because Rashi writes on Kuf Memzayin, it's to stop the bones actually getting bent. So it means it's perhaps a little bit more of a preventative measure. Whereas over here we're talking about maybe more Beodimia actually putting the bones back into place, that Rav Nachman says we don't allow. However, Rashi on the Kuf Mem Zion on the base, when it refers to a third type of thing, which is Ma'atzvin, that means actually putting back the vertebrae into the backbone, put them all back, any which have come out of their joints, which the Gemara says you can't do that because that looks like an act of building. It's like building on Shabbos. That's what it looks like. So Rashi says that, yeah, but that's only if it's not on the day the child is born. Because if it's on the day the child is born, that's definitely allowed. Kuf Chav Tess on the base, that's definitely allowed. Everything is allowed for the blood. So, says Rabbi Kviega, so why didn't we just give that answer then? And that's exactly what the Rosh does. Although Rashi doesn't say it, but that's what the Rosh says. Very simple. Rav Nachman, when he said, Asuba Yonoka, you can't do, that's talking about, I don't know, a month after birth, you can't start putting the joints back. And when he says over here that Malak Fin Shabbos, it means on the day the child is born. So essentially what we have here is that according to Tosfus, which follows the Rashi on Kuf Chav Tes on the base, the difference between the two sugyas, between Kuf Chav Kiman and Kuf Chav Tes, is what the act is. Is it an act of just wrapping the child up, or is it an act of pushing both back into position? Second one Rav Nachman doesn't allow, the first one he does allow. According to the Rosh, he takes Rashi on Kuf Mem Zayin and understands it based on that. No, there's no difference between the two. They're both an act probably of wrapping. Right? So what's the difference? It's a question of when you're doing it. Are you doing it on the day that the child is born? Or are you doing it subsequently? If it's on the day the child is born, that we allow. And if you're doing it subsequently, that we wouldn't allow. Right? But the problem is, but that the Rosh is quoting Rashis we don't have. It's a big, big problem, this. Problem number one with the Rosh. I'm going to start with the Rosh. Problem number two is, if you look at the Tur, which we don't actually have here, but if you do look at the Tur, you'll find that the Tur writes, in fact, you know what, I'm going to read it out, just bear with me one second. Right, you ought to say that when a baby is born, there's a lot more bones than we would expect than a developed child. Because that refused to get it. That's why it's very important. So the Torah writes in Shin Lamad, right towards the end, 
Now, just a piece of information you have to know. The Tur is the son of the Rosh. Okay? This is the, you'll see why that's very important. He writes at the end, he says, Asuba Yunoka Shori, Asuba Yunoka is allowed. Pirush, Shemiyashur Nevorov, that one straightens up the Evorim, straightens up the limbs. Shinisparku, which have come apart. Mahmas Tsara Leido. Okay? Because of the trauma of childbirth. He says, Dafka on the day the child is born will allow that. But after that, also that's forbidden. But if you're just wrapping the child up, and all these limbs shouldn't get bent, that would always be allowed. Okay? Now, the problem is, number one, sounds like he's passing anything like Rav Nachman, isn't he? No, he only allows it to be a that's Rav Nachman. From the other. It, this is the question where he's going, right? But more to the point where it's definitely not like the Rosh. Right? The main, the first point is, he's not going like the Rosh. This question is asked by the Agmas HaKodesh. He says it's very, very strange to find that the Tur just completely disregards his father's understanding of the Sukya. He is his son. And normally he at least quotes his father's son. Very strange. It's not, the Rosh said, the Rosh said, black and white, that... Asube Yonuka is like Lipothe, right? And the discussion, Rav Nachman says, Biyom Leida is forbidden. Other way around, Biyom Leida is allowed. After that, it's not allowed. So what's Rav Sheshes, his shitter? It's always allowed. That it's always allowed. And we pass it at Rav Sheshes. I mean, that's obvious. We pass it at Rav Sheshes. The Rosh says that. So then, what's going on in the tour? How are we supposed to understand this? So I tell you, the simplest way of answering all of this is, is the God. The God says, you know what happened to him? Yeah, the Rosh, he had a problem. He said, the very problem that Rabbi Kiva Ege had, the Rosh had. And that is, we have a stira here, we have Rav Nachman, Kufchav Gimel says, Asubi Yenoka, you're not allowed to do. Kufchav Tez, suddenly he says, yes you can do, Malakfin. What's going on with it? So Rashi and Kufchav Tez says, well, Asubi and Malakfin are two different things. Okay. Then you come to Kuf Mem Zayin, and suddenly Rashi talks about Chilukim between Yom Leida, or later on, whether it's on the day the child's born. He says, well, why didn't Rashi just say that earlier then? There's your answer. When Rav Nachman said it's not allowed, why do you say it's the same? It's all the same thing. But one's Yom Leida, and one's not Yom Leida. Simple. So he says, this is what the God says. He says, you know what happened? Rashi was chayza. Rashi changed his mind. Kuf Chaptes, this was the answer he gave. And for some reason, something made him change his mind on Kufmem's iron on the base. Right? Says the God, that's how the Rosh understands Rashi. And this will answer up. Where, where's the Rosh quoting these Rashi from? We don't have these Rashis. They tell us, you're right. Because Rashi that we're quoting is all based on Kufchat Tess on the base. But the Rosh, what he does is, he says, but hold on a second, when you get to Kufmem's iron on the base, which he quotes there as well, the Rashi there, you suddenly see Rashi change his mind. So now let's go back to Asubi and let's re-word re- what Rashi should have said. Asubi Yunuka is wrapping the child. We don't have such a Rashi. The answer is you're right. Because initially Rashi understood Asubi and Lapufi are two different things. But once I come to Rashi and Kufmem Zion on the base, where Rashi says, no, you can all say it's all the same thing. Asubi is Malapufin. It's an act of wrapping the child up. So what's going on? Stira. The answer says to Rashi, there's no Stira. No, Stira, what, what's the answer? One's talking about Biyom Leida, and one's talking about afterwards. That's exactly what the Rosh says. Excellent, we're done. Right? So that's Pshat and the Rosh. Again? 
Okay? Why is that? Only the Rav And according to Rav Sheshes, it'll always be allowed. Because again, the way you touch up the sugi therefore is, Rav Nachman says, Yeah, on the day of birth. Let's have blood when it's born. That was last, we made that point last time. Blood, when it's born. That's talking about after the same act, wrapping up the child, but that's at a later date. So it's from that you're not allowed to do. Rav Shesha says, yes you are. Well now look at the Pesach of the Torah, makes perfect sense. Now look at what the Torah writes. Says the God, beautiful. Says the, says the Torah, Asube Yonoko Shori. Yeah? Pirush. Shemiyashrin Eivorov Shemizparukum Achmasar Haledo. He says, when I talk about Asubi Yanukha, even though he's not explaining it, that it is Malapafin, but the Pesach is exactly the same. Now, he's using the, the Loshan of Rashi. The Asubi means fitting the... That's what you're doing it with your dime. You're doing it with your hands. That, Fitafka Biyamaleta, that will allow only on Biyamaleta, on the day when the child's born. Because why? Remember Rashi. Kofem Zayin on the base. The Yomaleta, everything is allowed. Even Ma'atzvin will allow. And guess what? Here's the secret, says the God, that according to the Rosh and the Tur, yeah, Ma'atzvin and Asube are really the same thing. Not when we talk about Asube in our Sugya, they're not the same thing, right? But Asube in our Sugya is really Malapfin, it's the act of wrapping up. Yeah? Fitting them back into their joints, that's the case, case of Ma'atzvim, which Rashi says on Kuf Memzayin, B'yom later, that's allowed. So therefore it makes perfect sense what he's writing. The case of Ma'atzvim, B'yom later, that's allowed. B'yom later, you're allowed to do whatever you need to do. Yeah? Then he goes on. After that, that's not allowed. But to wrap him up, that's always allowed. Why? Because you pass him like Rav Sheshes. Rav Nachman says, only B'yom later, Ma'atzvim. Rav Sheshes says, it's always allowed. This is beautiful. Says the God. We've just answered up the Rosh. Again, the Rosh, what he did was, he said, I know what Rashi says on the I know the way he touches Asubi Yenukah on Kuf Gimel. But that was before Rashi changed his mind. Once you come to Rashi and Kuf Mem Zayin, where Rashi makes the chilo between when it's taking place. Ah, well then let's go back again. And I will reword what Rashi should have said. And therefore, Asube Yenuka and Asugya really means an act of Malafin. Even though the the, the, the Loshan is, Asube is not quite as you would have called it, right? But it's an act of Malafin, of wrapping the child. So says Rav Nachman, we don't allow that after the Yom Leidot. Yom Leidot we allow. After the Yom Leidot, we don't allow it. Rav Shesha says, no, even afterwards we allow it. We pass it like Rav Shesha. So that's allowed. What about the act of putting back in the dislocated joints? That, says Rosh Hashanah Zayin, that's only allowed, but... Everything's allowed. Hence the Psak of the Tur. So the gone beautiful. That's the Rosh. The Rosh and the Tur. The only other thing, by the way, is if you look at the Rosh, the Rosh says it black and white. I mean, we may have just skipped over it. But what happens if the limbs are somewhat disjointed and instead of putting them back beyond dime, you just wrap the child up? That, says the gone, it's, it's Mephorish in the, in the Rosh. Right? That would be allowed. That would be allowed. It's to, I'm talking about even after the Yom later. Yeah, that, that, that would be allowed. Okay. So that's the Rosh. Now, the, the obvious difficulty with this is, the obvious difficulty is that to say that Rashi was Chayza, not Kashmak. 
Right? Does that happen on other occasions? Well, it depends. Not not in this year. We we try and avoid that. I mean, Doctor Friday sometimes tries it, but I don't. Uh, we're not, we don't. We, we don't. We don't agree on this. This this uh, this point. It's, it's to be honest with you, we avoid this to the extent when you've got a. For example, there's a when you've got a steer between the Rashba into Shuvas and what he writes in the Chidushim. So some say, yeah, he's just being Chayzer. But the rule, I think, is, I think it's a stay Chemet brings. I think it is. He's trying to avoid it. If you can answer, you always try and answer it. I was going to say that Rav Nachman was Chayzer. But I think it's better to say Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, right? But that definitely seems to be the easiest way to understand the Rosh and the Tur. That I'm asking, right? Definitely. Other than that, you have to say that the Rosh had a different gear than Rashi. It just doesn't make any sense. Okay? Now, in terms of Tosus, Tosus, Lemaise is just quoting Rashi and the And the understanding in it is that Tosus just apparently just ignores Rashi and Kufmem Zion on the base. What I mean to say is because when you look at the Psak and Shulchan Aruch, this is all the gone touches this all in, is that, well, just ignore the Tzuki on Kuf Mem Zayin on the base. I don't know if you have to say that, as I'm going to illustrate now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to jump straight to the main point that I really want to get to. And that is, I want to suggest you don't have to say any Chazor. There's no retraction. We worked very, very, very hard on this during the week. So I have to thank Dr. Friday, but I think we ended up going around in circles. We didn't actually get to a conclusion, but we were getting there. And uh, with a little bit more work, I think Baruch Hashem, and finally, finally, we've got, I think I do have a solution. In fact, I know I've got a solution. Because I was very excited last night when I actually looked up the Teshuvah, which Rabbi Kvei gives him a time to. He asks all these questions, but he doesn't give us answers. He says, take a look in the Sefer Admas HaKodesh. And as I'm going through this paragraph, Admas HaKodesh was written by somebody called Rabbi um, Nisim Chaim Moshe Mizrahi, who di- I just know when he died, it was 1749. He was the Rishon the Sfardi chief rabbi in, well, around that time. Um, he was persecuted, persecuted quite a bit by the Turkish authorities because they, they thought they could get a, a lot of money for him each time they, they ransomed him off. But Bikitsa, he has... Did he write a parish on Flemish? No, 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 it's, not, it's not, not, not the same one. Re'im, you're thinking of the Re'im? No, that, that's, that's earlier, that's earlier. Um, could be the same family, that's possible, right? But... Um, so, so he, he has a shayla, he was asked, he says, they came to him on Shabbos and they asked him, can you do, you know, where people click their fingers on Shabbos? I mean, not on Shabbos, but can one do it on Shabbos? Or is there a problem of your, with the joints, whatever you're doing to them? So he, said, he writes, he says, I didn't know what to answer them. He says, I really didn't know. So when I went home, I looked into the sugya, and my first thought, he said, now nah, they were absolutely off the mark, because I thought maybe, in a, you know, he first maybe making a noise on Shabbos, he refers to a Shabbos, and he says, no, no, no. And then she comes to Al-Sukya. And he asks these problems on Rashi, and Baruch Hashem, down to the detail, you'll see he says exactly what I'm going to say. Well, we came up with more or less, but when we finally came through to the end, he says, well, I was very excited to see something, you know, bang on, really bang on. And that is the following. You have to appreciate, if you look closely at Rashi, it's always the, the, the best thing to do. Look at Rashi close, you'll see that there are differences between the different cases. Asube, first, let's start with Apufi. Rashi does not say anywhere that Apufi, any, any bones, have actually dislocated. He doesn't say anywhere this parik, that the bone has actually come out. The closest you'll get is Rashi uses a lotion of Nishmotin. They've slipped. So maybe it's a partial dislocation, but they're definitely not dislocated. So all you do is you wrap up the child, and as he moves around, everything will fall back into... Shalais Akmeibov, this bone shouldn't be bent. Asube, Rashi says, again, in one place he refers to it as misparkin, but generally he doesn't. I'm not sure if he means the bone is actually 
dislocated, a partial dislocation, or there's another possibility. And that is, well, not, is it a partial dislocation? Is that the point? Or is it, no, it's fully dislocated, but it's not the vertebrae. You'll see why I say that later on. Miss, the case of Ma'atzin, that's after the vertebrae. Or it's definitely talking about the vertebrae. Dislocated, definitely dislocated, and you put them back into their joint. Okay, that's the three cases. That's point number one. Point number two, because this is something which, to me, should be an aleph base, is Rav Nachman says, he brings, you know, on Kuf Chav Tess on the base, he says, Mekan You're allowed to do this Malapi Tavlat on Shabbos. Now, obviously, there must be a Chiddush in this. If it's something which there's no Malacha, there's nothing wrong with it, well then, I don't need you to tell me that. You're going to say, Mikan, you can feed a child on Shabbos. Well, obviously you can feed a child. Well, I shouldn't be able to feed this. You can feed anyone on Shabbos. So obviously, it must be something which, like we've said, but you're later we allow, normally we wouldn't allow. It must be there's a Chiddush in that. Point number two. Point number three is, and this, initially, I wasn't sure if I could say this, but this is, Ad Masakedish makes the same point. By the way, he brings this, he, you know, by the way, I said this, Ad Masakedish said it, he asked, I think it's the Chidor he asked. Is it the Chidor? Definitely one of the Azulais he asked. I meant to double check which one it was. But, um, and he says, this is what he answered. The third point is, no one is chilik on what that klal that Rav Nachman quoted. That on Shabbos, there's certain things we can do, which otherwise you wouldn't have been able to do. Right? The only nekudah is going to be based on the second point I said, which is, but there has to be a chiddush in it. Okay? Now let me explain to you what I mean. Rav Nachman says on Kuf Chav Kimel he says, Asube Yonoko, you can't do. Now, what is Asube Yonoko? We're straight away going to knock off one of the questions because Asube Yonoko, Rashi says, you look carefully at Rashi, Rashi says, Kishu Nailad, ah, when he's born. So now, chances are we're talking about later. So you can't say, well, over here we're talking about on day 30 and there. No, Kishunoilat. And even if he's talking about whether it's the Yom... I must say, by the way, Yom Nader, I, I wasn't absolutely sure, I think we, we discussed this on Wednesday, whether Kishunoilat means Dafka on the day it's born, or whether it means if you are fixing up the child in response to the birth, as opposed to later on in the child. I mean, he's obviously... A, a little new, newborn baby is very, very delicate, fragile. But let's assume, because I haven't seen anyone who makes that, let's say it's Biyomli that means mamish on that day. So yes, you know what, if it's born 10 minutes before Shabbos, you don't have, right, that won't be Biyomli. I find difficult. Okay, let's, let's even let's accept that. Lamaita is Kishu Noidat. Now, if there's a chilot between the two, Biyomli or not Biyomli, you'd expect Rav Nachman to say so. So therefore, we're definitely talking about Biyomshin. And this Nukud is, is already made. I think maybe the common silence. Somebody makes that deal. Because you know that. We're talking about Biyomnader. Or at least also Biyomnader. No, that says, no, sorry, you can't do that. Right? Why? Merci Kemesakin. It looks like you're being, being Mesakin. That you can't do. Okay. Fine. Rav Chisha says, yes, you can. We then come to the Sugyon Kuvchav test on the base. And the sugi there, you have Ramachan comes along, he says, Shame Rav, Mikan Shemalat Finas Havlab Bashabas. Says Rashi, hold on. You are allowed to be Malapi for the blood, but you told me on Kufkaf Kim and you can't. Right? So says Rabbi Kivega, or the Rosh, in fact, that matter says, well, very simple. One's talking about on the Yom Nader, one's talking about Shalom Yom Nader. Looking just at what Rashi says, no. Because Asubi is also talking about Yom Nader. And Rav Nachman says, you can't do it. 
So Rashi says, we're stuck. Must be that Lipufe and Asube are two different things, says Rashi. Okay? So in which case you'd have to say like this. Now beginning to fill in sort of the table in our mind here. Rav Nathan will say, look, to be Malapi for blood, it's also an act of somewhat of, of tikkun. But since you're not doing it direct, you're just wrapping the child and it happens on its own, do you know what? Beyond Nader will allow that. Shallow Beyond Nader? Pashtus, he wouldn't allow that. Asube Yonoko, which is actually putting the joints back in, that we don't allow even Beyond Nader, because he's talking about Beyond Nader. Right? So far, so good? Now, Rav Sheshes comes along and he says, no, nah, I disagree. He says, there's no problem, old Mexican Masaki. You are a Pictavis in case. That's because it's an abnormal thing to do to make people vomit. Nah, but to start putting the limbs back in, that's a normal thing to do. It's like feeding, feeding a child. You're not going to say, oh, that's Mexican Masaki. You're filling up the child, giving him strength. No, nah, it's a normal thing to do. Right? Now, is Rav Sheshes limiting it to Biyom Leidah? Or even after Biyom Leidah? I don't know. That you'll find on the table. I've left that as a question mark. I don't know for definite. It seems most seem to understand, for example, the God understands in Tosfoshit, which is along these lines, that no, it doesn't make a difference. But I can't prove that to you. And it will make, a, I think, enough come in later on. But let's leave Rav Sheshit definitely Biyom Leidah. He will say, you're allowed to do it. Whether it's Malapathin or Asube, no problem. Why? Because at least where there's Sar, we're allowed things which are Doi Misaki. Like taking out the splinter, the sar. He says it's like being misaki. Not worried about it. Yeah? Um, yeah. Okay. So, that's Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshes. Then we come to Rabbi Yechonah. And this is, this is the crunch. We had a problem. What was Rav Nachman's raya that you cannot be do asubi yonokah on Shabbos? What was his raya? His raya was from the case of our Piktavizim. What's this case? A person says Rashi, it's not for a four purposes. So what are you doing? A person says, I want to have, I want to have, be able to eat the chodons on Shabbos. So I'm already full. So what's he do? He makes himself throw up. Right? To create room. To be misakin himself. And we don't allow that. You see? We don't allow tikkun e gavron chabas, says Rav Nachman. So, so too, asubi yunuka you're not allowed to do. He's putting his fingers in his mouth and sick out. Yeah, who are didn't? To put his fingers in his mouth, it shouldn't make any difference. Because the tikkun gavron, which it's not refuah. So Rashi has nothing to do with refuah. So you ask, what do you mean it's nothing to do with refuah? Look at the command on Kukmem Zion on the base and it says black and white is to do with refuah. And exactly that point. Therefore, Rabbi Yechon says over there, it's only if you use some liquid to make a person vomit. But to stick one's fingers down his throat, nothing wrong with that. Because there's no gazer no, no of, of, of refuah if you're not, if it's not medicine-like. So what's going on over here? The terror is brilliant. That's Rabbi Yechanan there. I think we already mentioned this. That's Rabbi Yechanan. He disagreed with Rav Nachman. You've got Rav Nachman who says, what's Peshat in this Enos in our Piktavizin on Shabbos? Why can't you make this our Piktavizin? You can't, you know, this vomit. He understands it's nothing to do with refuah. It's to do with tikkun gavra, being masaking the individual. So therefore, you wouldn't even be able to stick your fingers down your throat. Correct? And therefore, he says, once you see that, so also asubi yonuka is not allowed. Because it's tikkun. Rav Shishis responds to that, he says, 
I may agree with your Peshat, but you only, you've only got a Raya that you can't do things which are abnormal. But things which are perfectly normal, like putting the limbs back in place, that's normal to do that. You've got no Raya to say it's forbidden. And on the contrary, I've got a Raya that it's permitted, it's like taking out a splint on Shabbos. And then Rabbi Nachman rejects that. Rabbi Yechanan, look at the sugya on Kuf Mem Zayin on the base. Rabbi Yechanan says, I picked a visa. It's nothing to do with Tikkun Gavra. It's to do with Rafur. And the Loshan is Kirafur. It's not actual Rafur, but it's like Rafur. Therefore, if you do it with liquid, you can't do that, because then we've got this Gazeria may come to make medicine. But to put your fingers down your throat, that you can do, he says. Brilliant. So now continue on. Says Next the next line. This His lotion is Shapir Domi. Not just it's permitted. Shapir Domi. Meaning to say there's no issue whatsoever. Well obviously there's no issue. Because who says any bring me a ride, a tick and gabble is a problem. What was Rav Nachman's Raya? From the case of our pick to visa, so Rabbi Yechon has got nothing to do with tick and gabble. That's to do with the reform. Correct? So it's Shapir Domi. Shapir Domi, not just on, on, on Yom Leda. Anytime, what's the problem with it? That's why he says Shapir Domi. So the Gemara says, really? Shapir Domi? But we learned in the Mishnah, you can't start putting these joints back into the child. So what does Rabbi Yechon respond to that? Yeah, that's because of Mechsi Kabone. It looks like Bono and you put back the joints. So suddenly Rashi, spot, we said, why does Rashi suddenly at this point speak up? The Teretz is. So Rashi now says to himself, hold on a second. But I told you before that when Rav Nachman quoted Rav earlier on Kuf Chavtes, they said that I'm going to tell you a special dispensation for a newborn on Shabbos. That you're allowed to rearrange the joints. It's got to be a Chiddush. It's got to be something which you wouldn't ordinarily be allowed to do. But because it's a newborn, it's Yom Neidah will allow it. Says Rashi, hold on a second. According to Rav Nachman, I know what, what the special dispensation is. He doesn't allow anything because he's worried about Tikkun Gavro. So even to wrap the child, to swaddle the child, we wouldn't ordinarily allow. Oh, but Yom Leder will allow that. Even though it's an element of Tikkun Gavro, which he's worried about, yeah? But we'll allow it be Yom Leder. No, I understand. Even Rav Sheshes, it depends on what his shit is, right? Maybe, maybe even Rav Sheshes we can fit in because he says that Tikkun Gavro, even our Suba Yonoka will allow. The Yom Leder at least. And I said, I don't know whether he holds that it's Dafka Yom Leda or not. So, Mirav Sheshis, you could fit in. But says Rashi, Rashi, but according to Rabbi Yechonon, who says that there's no problem with Tikkun Gabra, this sort of thing on Shabbos, so it's perfectly permissible to start putting joints back in. Right? So then in which case, what's the Chiddush on Makan Shemalaf Finis And don't tell me that's Rav Nachman speaking there. Okay, I know it's Rav Nachman. But everyone agrees with the aside that there is something that we allow on Shabbos. No one argues with that member there. So maybe Malapafin is more of a generic term. But according to Rabbi Yechonon, what's the Chiddush here? Malapafin? Asube? There's no, nothing wrong with it. Must be. Must be what? What's the only option we have? And that is? Ma'atzvin. Even to put back dislocated bones into the backbone, which is Merzi Kabon. It's not Bone, by the way, right? But it looks like Boinet, and it's a Dravon on a Boinet, or because it looks like an act of building, will allow that for a newborn Biomnator. Right? And as I said, Baruch Hashem, I found that's exactly, this whole Cheshwan is exactly the way in Admas HaKodesh he puts it. So now, if you follow that through, that's what you'll see on the table here. 
Right? If you look at Rashi, what I mean by Rashi is the way I have learned, or the Azma Sakodesh has learned up Rashi. I'm not saying the halacha we can pass him with this, but this is the way we've explained Rashi. According to Rav Nachman, la pufe, that means swaddling, will allow that only on day one. Because there is an element of tikkun gabro, will allow that special dispensation on day one. Asube, however, is talking about the Yom Leida. Forbidden, says Rav Nachman. Ma'atzven, I don't even need to tell you, of course that's also. Start putting joints back, you definitely can't do that. Rav Sheshes, it's like this. La Pufe, he definitely allows on day one. Definitely. Asube, he definitely allows on day one. After that, I don't know. Because he does seem to agree with Rav Nachman that the Pshatina Piktavizin is to do with Tikkun Gavro, Mitzad Echot. Mitzad Sheni says, yeah, but here it's a normal thing to do. I don't know if he means to say to allow on day two. Now, when it comes to Ma'atzin, that's why I put there, Biyom Aleph question mark, I don't know what he will say. Well, you see, it's like this. If he says La Pufi and Asuve, you can always do. Well, then you, you can have the same problem in Rav Sheshis. What's the special Chidush that Mekanshem and La Pufi and on Kufkaf test? What's the special dispensation on the day that a child is born? You can always do these things. See, if you tell me that our Pufe and our Suve, he always allows, not even on the, not only on the day the child's born, then you'd have to say Ma'atzim, he'd agree with Rabbi Yechama. That even this act of Ma'atzim, which looks like Baina, he'd allow on the day the child is born. If, however, you learn that Pshatan of Sheish says, he says, look, I agree with you, Rav Nachman, that Be'etzem Tikkun Gavro is something to be worried about, but we do allow special dispensations on day one, even with our Suve, where then Ma'atzim, I've got no right to say that he would allow it. Right? That's why I said, I've left that as a bit of a question mark. It depends on the way you learn Rav Sheshes. Okay? Then you come to Rabbi Yechonon. Well, Rabbi Yechonon's clear. La Pufe, he definitely allows. Asuve, I can't see any reason why he wouldn't allow that, because he's not worried about Tikkun Gavro. So he'd allow even Asuve. And Ma'atzvin, says Rashi, that's allowed only on day one. Special dispensation, but other than that, there's a problem of looking like Boina. The reason why I've highlighted that, by the way, is because I would expect that would be the halacha according to Rashi. We would expect that we pass on Rabbi Yechonon, and I'm basing that on the knowledge that Lamaisa, the Rambam, and Shulchan Aruch does pass on Rabbi Yechonon with regard to the Apiktavizim. Uh, the vault is a problem of refuah, therefore if you look at Shulchan Aruch, you'll find the person is allowed to put their fingers down their throats to make themselves throw up on Shabbos. It's perfectly permissible. If a person is feeling ill or something like that, and they just feel the need to throw up, they would be allowed to do that. But to do it with medicine, that person would not be able to do. That's Rashi. You then move over to the Rosh and the Tur, as we've explained it. So we said, according to Rav Nachman, remember the way the Rosh and the Tur is explained is, that Rashi was Chazer. And therefore, the Chiluk is between Yom Leidah and after Yom Leidah. So therefore, Rav Nachman will say, La Pufe and Asude, it's all the same thing. Right? Everything is allowed on day one. So, la pufe, asuve, ma'atzin, everything is allowed on day one, but nothing more than day one. After that, we're worried. Doesn't matter what it is, it's all allowed, but only biyom alaf. Then you come to Rav Sheshes and Rabbi Yechanan. Well, they say, yeah, starting with la pufe, la pufe is definitely allowed on even after day one. Motor and Gansen, that's Rav Sheshes. Rabbi Yechanan definitely would agree with that, right? There's no doubt about that. Ma'atzvin, I'm skipping a second, Ma'atzvin definitely is only allowed on day one. That's Rashi on Kuf Mem Zayin in Rabbi Yechonon. That's definitely is only on day one. That's clear. Asube, it's like this. On day one, it's definitely allowed. Everything is allowed on day one. Right? On day two, in other words, and onwards, there we've said, sorry, we don't allow that. Okay? 
Because remember, according to the Rosh and the Tur, Asubi and Ma'atmin are really the same thing. So what we will allow is, you can do it by wrapping up the child. That's Mutter Bibagodim, I've said, right? It's Mutter to wrap the child up. And again, the highlighted part is the way we would pass and the way the Torah would pass it. When you move over to the next one, that's Tosfus and the Shulchan Aruch. Meaning to say that if you look in Shulchan Aruch, you'll find the Shulchan Aruch. You'll find the Shulchan Aruch in Shin Lamed. The Shulchan Aruch just writes there, Sif Yud, Miyashurim Eberei Havalad, as Rashi says, I mean, say, Biyodayim, you can straighten up the volume of a child, Shinis Parko, which have dislocated, Machmas Sarah Leda. It doesn't say Biyom Leda, even though the Mogin Aram says, he quotes, Ah, take a look at the tour, only Biyom Leda. Says the God, you're mixing up two things. The tour is going with a Rosh. Shulchan Aruch doesn't say Biyom Leda, because he's going with Tosfus. Tosus holds, it's got nothing to do with Biyom or not Biyom It's to do with what you're doing. Is it Asube or is it Apufe? Are you just swaddling the child or are you actually putting the joints back in? That's a difference, right? So based on that, it comes out of this. Rav Nachman will say, Lapufe. Lapufe is Muta on day one. Um, why do I say that? Because that's the whole, because remember... Why are we saying it's Muta on day one? Because, hold on one second. Um, yeah, it has to be Muta on day one. Right? Remember, according to Tosfus, we're making a chiluk between, we're making a chiluk between Asuve and Lapufe. And the Gemara on Kofchav on the basis, tell you a chidush, we will allow you to do the act of Lipuf, Malapev, the Yom Leidon. That's Rav Nachman here. Asube is also even, even on day one. Right? It's the chiluk between the actions. And Ma'atven, I don't mean to tell you, of course it's also. Right? You then come to Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis was the one he responded to, to Rav Nachman. He said, La Pufe? Well, La Pufe is obviously is allowed. Yeah? Yeah? For Shtetzach, La Pufe is, is going to be allowed. Asube, Asube is going to be mutter. <coughs> Right? Is going to be mutter. Now, the question is, is it only on day one? Or is it beyond day one? So the Morgan Avon says, well, take a look at the tour, only on day one. Yeah? The Gon says, no. You're mixing up the two things. According to the Shulchan Aruch, there's no chiddah between day one or after day one. It's a chiddah between the actions. If you allow it, you allow it. If you don't allow it, you don't allow it. I'm finished. So again, Rav Nachman doesn't allow anything. It's just a special dispensation with La Pufe on day one. That's all we find. Rav Shesha says, nah, no problem. No difference whether it is day one or after day one. He says, la pufe, asuve, it's all allowed. I've just added in brackets there, imdar kobekach. Meaning to say, if it's normal. That's very, very important because Amogin Avram says, only if it's normal. But if you wouldn't normally do it, maybe today, I don't know if we do these sort of things. If on a weekday you wouldn't do it, you wouldn't be allowed to do it on Shabbos either. Now, the, it's debatable as it happens. It's very debatable. Mr. Burrow brings those who debate that point. I, I'll tell you why I find it most debatable is that this. And this I haven't seen anyone as much of this. Because continue on. And according to Rabbi Yechonon, according to Rabbi Yechonon, it's all going to be mutter, even if it's not Darko Bekach. Because according to Rabbi Yechonon, remember we said, according to Rabbi Yechonon, there's no Makar to say that Tikkun Gavra is a problem. He learns Apiktivizin is all to do with Rafur. But where there's no, you can't do it with medicine, 
you do it only with hands, there's no problem of refuah. So it doesn't make a difference whether it's dark or bekach. And surely we should be passing passing like Rabbi Yechon. We do passing like Rabbi Yechon when it comes to our pictivism. We don't passing like the way Rabbi Sheshus and Rabbi Nachman understood our pictivism. So therefore, of course, we should be saying it doesn't make a difference whether it's dark or bekach or not. So again, the Morgan Abraham says two points. Point number one is, in this case of our survey, according to Rav Sheshes, he says, number one, he says, only be Yom Leidov, because he brings the tur. But as the Mishra says, many disagree with that, because, what do you mean? You're mixing up the tur and the Shulchan Aruch. They're two different things. Look at the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch does not make a chiddah whether it's day one or not day one. Point number one. He also says, only if it's dark over Kach. That the Mishra I think, seems to go with, but I personally think that that is very, very debatable. Um, I'm just trying to remember, does he actually go with it? He seems to go with it. Um, so the, this Morgan Avram is a little bit debatable. That last point about the Ma'atzvin, that it's also, the reason why, the, the God says, the reason why the Shulchan Aruch apparently holds the Ma'atzvin is also, is because the Shulchan Aruch was not sure, was undecided whether to go with the Rosh, and the tour, which allowed on day one, or whether to go with the shittas, which clearly, like the Ramah, which clearly say it's forbidden. Right? Tosus, we. He said, but he says, according to Tosus, it would definitely be forbidden. Halacha lemaisa, the Mishnah says, you would be allowed to rely on the Rosh and the tour, and Rashi, who say that on day one it's allowed, even to put the vertebrae back. Okay? The Rambam, I'm going to run out of time, so I'm going to skip the Rambam. You can look at the Rambam yourself. We've read a little bit of the Rambam. The Rambam is an interesting shitter in its own right. It's not clear how he learned how to give us The Rabbi Neparachio has got stopped and he means something else entirely. And that's why I've got left Rav Nachman Rosh Hashish, a lot of it is a question mark. Day one, I think, is definitely going to be a Lala Puff because that's Mufurish Gomorrah's. But beyond that, it simply depends on the way he learned the Sugya. It's guesswork. Okay? When it comes to um, La Puffe, According to Rabbi Yechon, but obviously that's going to be allowed. Anything which is a sakono definitely is going to be allowed. That's Mufurish in the Rambam. And Ma'atzvin, the Pashtas is, when talking about putting the bones back, the fact that the Rambam doesn't seem to make any distinction when he talks about, you know, the act of Boina. So the Gon says, and others say, it's mashma that he doesn't seem to make a difference whether it's Yom Leidah or not. If it's an act of Boina, it would be a problem. <coughs> Hence, we've said it's also here. Obviously, if there's a sakono, it would be different. What I, obviously, it's, there's more, more information in the sheet if you want to look into it a little bit more. What I just want to therefore come out with is halachalamaisana. Based on what we've said, if a person, there was a, a person dislocated the bone on Shabbos, and he wants to know, can he put the dislocation back on Shabbos? Okay? This act, by the way, we talked about beforehand, says the Admas Tabelish end of it is definitely not a problem. Okay? Because nothing is really actually coming out, etc. He says, after all of it, he says, initially he thought, oh, it must be off. And then he says, actually, then he rethought. It's very interesting the way he writes this to Shiva. Again, he says, I didn't have a clue. And then he goes through the whole circuit. He says, oh, he came to the conclusion it must be off. And then the last line, he says, actually, then I just changed my mind. There's definitely nothing in it. Perfectly mortal. Okay? Clear. If a child is born with, with hips which are dislocated, apparently that does happen. So that is definitely, there's no need to do anything about it on Shabbos. Okay? Don't worry, Dr. Friday. It's perfectly safe. Right? No, you can wait three weeks. <coughs> Nishma Savron, he's a doctor, right? He says they, they do wait. There's nothing, nothing. There's no uh, immediate rush for that. That's all right. You'll be in trouble with the authorities. You tell no, you won't. No, you won't. Tell them to stop. No, no. The baby on no, no, it doesn't make a difference. The mice, they, they do it as a matter of course. It's done. They, they wait. It's, it's with surgery often. 
But the, a case, what about if a, if a limb is dislocated on Shabbos? Can a person put it back? Okay? So, it's like this. If you look in Shulchan Aruch, just very briefly, it's like this. In Shulchan Aruch, you'll find that in Sim Shin Chafches, there is a simile, it's black and white. It says over there, it says you can put back a dislocated limb. Okay? And that's in Sif Mem Zayin. In Sif Lamut, it says, if it's dislocated limb, you can't start rubbing it with water, etc. That's a Gemara. You can't do that. So the question is, how do you put the two together? Now, you see, we've seen in Ma'atzin, this act of putting the vertebrae back in. Yeah? We've said that maximum, the only head we've seen for that is Biyom Leidon. Okay? Now, if the person, see, some people say when there's a dislocation, often it'll be Sakhanas Eva, meaning so if you don't put it back, the person may end up, the whole Eva, the whole limb may be damaged permanently. If that's the case, it's obvious that you would be allowed to put it back in, because there's definitely, we're not talking about more than Issa Darabonon, Sakhanas Eva, it's Muta. If you need to do more than that, and it's a Daraisa, you'd already have to know whether, the, whether there's a Sakhanas and that you'll find in Shemir Shabbos Kilkos, makes that point, okay? But if there's a Sakhanas Eva, of course you could put it back in. I'm talking about if there's no Sakhanas Eva. If there's no danger to the limb, could a person put it back in? So we've seen, Ma'atzvin, there's definitely no Hetzin more than Biyom Leidah. The only question is, is Ma'atzvin limited to the case of the vertebrae, or is it really any dislocation? So from Shulchan Aruch, it seems to, to be, it's only in a case of, when it's, a case of Ma'atzvin is the, the vertebrae, but a normal dislocation you can put back. The Mongan Abraham says, no way. If you can't rub water on it, you definitely can't put it back in. Right? So others say, no. The case in Siflam where it talks about not putting water on it is because it's a partial dislocation. Here we're talking about a proper dislocation that's Tafar Seva. I would have said, no, you don't even need to say that. Do you know why you can't rub water on it? Because it's a danger you'll come to make medicine. That's, that's liquid. But here we're talking about it's nothing to do with medicine. So to put it back in, you can do that. Oh, what about Merci Kabayna? I'll tell you why there's no problem with Kabayna. Because the Mechsi Kabayna is only a problem when it comes to the back. And I've got rise to that. Number one, the, the Me'iri says black and white. It's more, more or less black and white. Look at the Me'iri on Asugya. He says, Dafka the vertebrae. But other limbs not. Uh, but my, 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 what I really like is the lotion of the Rambam. The Rambam says, why is it Mechsi Kabayna? He says, because you're, you're being masaking them. Zubitzadzu. The act of bone is not because you're putting a ball back into its socket. It's because you're lining up all the, all the ribs. That's what it makes it look like Vertebr- boina. Vertebrae. Huh? Vertebrae. Well, yeah, but it's the ribs which are going to ultimately be, be uh, lined up. Right? All the way around. Well, then. But, but I'll, I'll, let, me, let me just finish this point. Right? So therefore, from the Rambam, I believe from the Rambam, from the Me'iri, from Rashi as well, that's the way we could be Miyashi Rashi. Rashi says, Asubi is misparik. It sounds like it was, it was a dislocation. The answer is, yes, it was a dislocation. But it's not the same as Ma'atzvin. Ma'atzvin is dafka, a case with a backbone, with a, with a, with a vertebrae. So if you go with that, then in which case there's no problem with putting back, back, back a dislocation. Halacha Lamaisa, though, I can't argue with Mishaburah, the halacha is, if, a, if the person has a dislocated shoulder, whatever it is, if there's a sakana seva, it's mutter to put it back. If there's no sakana seva, then it seems that there may be a problem with it. So it's between a partial and a full dislocation. Well, if it's, if it's a, it could be, there would be a difference. Yeah. See, often, as it happens with a full dislocation, it's, it can be a sakana seva. And, if, and then he says that it seems even the Morgan Avram would agree. As I said to you, I personally think, I think there's a strong tzad to argue 
that even if it is a full dislocation, even if there's not Sakana say that, I do, I'm not convinced there's a problem with Mexico in that. But as I said, I can't tell you that a lot of the mice.